provide the historic River Market District in downtown Kansas City, Missouri. From the banks of the beautiful crystal blue waters of the Missouri River, it is Two Douchebags and Microphone Podcast. Hi there, this is Fucknut from Two Fucknuts and a Recorder Podcast. Two Douchebags and a Microphone are our favorite podcast ever. Please, go to your friend's computer and download it from there. Go to your church's computer and download it from there. Go to people you don't know and grab their phones and download it on there. These fuckers need all the help we can get. This is the voice guy from your favorite podcast, Two Douchebags and a Microphone. People often ask us how they can find us when doing a remote broadcast. One, smell. Go to the city market and start sniffing. Our aroma has been described as a mixture of flea powder for goats, Tabasco sauce, and old sock with dark fuzzy urine. Two, look for the spot absent of patrons. Three, the most telling sign is a crowd of patrons vomiting uncontrollably. Four, just call us at 816-512-7717. This ain't boring ass radio, kid. It's the next generation podcast. Two douchebags and microphone. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. All right, Rob, uh, we just got done with the uh, Harry Asshole Olympics, and uh, that was, uh, I, fig- I think that was a really good session. We got a lot of stuff figured out. and um, That was iconic. Yes, that it was. That was iconic. So, now we just got to narrow it down. No more entrances. No, no, we're going to Trust have a... Me, I'm, I'm keeping tally. We have enough. We're burning midnight oil, we're putting pen to paper, and we're going to have this whole asshole Olympics hammered out and ready for you guys. So, I know, no, no, no problem. No, 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 no need to thank us. That's what we do. We give. We give. You're yes, wel- we do. You're welcome. You're welcome. So, anyhow, Rob, you had a story that you wanted to get to? Yes, I'm going to step into something I said I would not do. And what is that? I'm going to step into politics. Okay. All right. The floor is yours while I let my pug out out of the... And I'm going to read the headline and two paragraphs of this whole story. Okay. And that's all I'm going to read. That'll be enough said. Okay, while you're doing that, I am going to let my pug out because he thought he wanted in the broadcast room, and now he doesn't want to be in here. So, go ahead. Go for it, That's all right. My beagle's right next to me, so I understand. Come on, Otis. (laughs) Okay. Roger Santos makes Biden's four-year-old granddaughter the punchline of a tweet as he dodges blowback over Florida teaching students that some parts of slavery were a positive thing. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis on Friday took a personal shot at personal Joe Biden as the governor railed against the White House's criticism of controversial new Florida education standards that would highlight the benefits of slavery. The Harris-Biden administration is obsessed with Florida, yet they ignore the chaos at the border, crime-infested cities, economic economic malice, 
and the military recruitment crisis. DeSantis wrote on Twitter, and if Biden's granddaughter moved to Florida, he'd actually visit her. <laughs> oh my God! That that that's just the first two paragraphs. Of that is um, um. Now, or now, do you see why I've been delaying going to politics? <laughs> yes, and I don't want to go. If you want to make fun of it, let's do it. Um. Okay. You know what? Um. They were coming down on DeSantis really good. And that was a great rebuttal. What can you say? Both sides there yeah. kind of stink a little bit, don't they? So there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, so he lashes out on Biden's four-year-old granddaughter that Biden will not allow in the family. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, man. When I heard and uh, first heard about it on one of my shows and read up on it, it is not good. And, and I got to thinking about it and looking at why would he ignore this? Because he's trying to get reelected. So he doesn't give a shit about that little grandkid that is obviously a bloodline of his because he's trying to get reelected. What does that make him? That makes him a politician. What does a politician make him? A piece of shit. So there you go. All of them. All of them. So they would sell okay, their mom. If you want my true opinion on Biden? Yes. I don't think he knows his ass from a hole in the ground. I think I would agree with you. And, and this is not Literally. a nomination. I don't care what he has in front of his... Uh, I don't care if it's a D or an R. The guy is an idiot. So, yeah. in my, in my yeah. opinion. Right. So, anyhow. And Ron DeSantos is just picking on him. You know what? Because I did read some of the stuff that they were saying. Uh, I think it was fair game, everything that he did. Because they will yeah. say the crudest, rudest shit about him, whether you like him or not. So, he has a right to do it back. Turnabout is fair play, yeah, and that's does. what you get. Throw stones in a glass house, that's what happens. So, But why do that in politics? I, I, it's been that going, does not okay. win my vote. That it, does not win my vote. It looked to me like it really starting up really bad during maybe the Nixon administration. And then just... Um, just started getting worse and worse and now you're where we're at right now to where you can't get anything done because so sides, both sides are so polarized that they're hated on the other side and that's the problem we don't need people you may not agree with people but don't hate them and think they don't have some sort of valid point on, on things. I'm not saying they have a valid point on everything what I'm saying is is this hating each other and not budging isn't doing us any good. So, anyhow, well, okay. Um, I want to go. Do you have some other stories you want to go to, or should we go ahead and no, go ahead? Go right ahead. Okay. Um, in Oklahoma, there was a fish found with human teeth in it. Oh, wow. Yeah. John and Clinton was sitting on her back porch watching her son Charlie, 11, fishing a pond behind their house in Oklahoma this past weekend when he suddenly started yelling for her. He was screaming, oh my God, Mom, oh my God, Mom, Clinton told NPR. This is from NPR News, by the way. I thought he was just being dramatic, to be honest, she added. Then she got a close look at Charlie's alarmingly weird catch. 
Obviously, being in a neighborhood pond, we're used to just catching a few bass or catfish. She said, I mean nothing with human-like teeth. It turned out that Charlie had landed in a pecu, a fish that's a cousin of the piranha and whose outsized teeth have long struck fear in swimmers. The pecu is a native of South America, but this one was swimming in a small pond in the Clinton suburb of, uh, of north of Oklahoma City. He said he it put up a heck of a fight, John had told NPR, saying her son reeled the fish in on his own. He was the only one down he was the only one down there fishing and he did a great job. The Clintons posted a photo of the unusual fish to their neighborhood Facebook page and got in touch with the game warden, but before learning of its uh, uh of his prevenance, they returned the Piku to the water. It's a catch and release pond, John has said, so we unfortunately did release it back because we didn't know any better at the time. People who later recognized the fish said it was invasive and it shouldn't be released. She said, adding, we made a mistake there. Since then, Charlie has been stalking the fish. He did stay at the ponds pretty late that night trying to catch it again, Jenna said, adding that her son had been rising early and staying at the pond late, hoping to get another bite from that pacu. If Charlie succeeds, a neighbor has offered to eat the Baku, but John and Clinton has other ideas. If he catches it again, we're going to get it mounted for him, is what she said. I think that's a heck of a prize, and he deserves it. She said, I, yeah. I told him we'd make it look like the, smish was <laughs> the, the fish was smiling so you could see its teeth. I think that's great. So, um, the Wildlife Agency blames a pet owner for the uh, Paku's presence said that more and more people are throwing pacus and other fish that should not be in the uh, ponds over here because they become invasive. And then when they do, they start eating everything up. We were talking in an earlier podcast about the uh, the fish that goes from pond to pond eating everything up. That's from yes, Asia, yes. I believe. They're, they're jumping across the Mississippi River into Missouri, actually. Yes. Yeah. And uh, they'll go, they'll find any type of waterway, go in there, kill and eat everything. They don't have any natural predators over here. And then they will jump out, grow fish, grow, uh, grow feet and leg, you know, leg and feet, leg and feet. And, um, and walk somewhere else, jump in that pond and destroy it too. It's, it's, I forgot the name of it, but it's insane. So... Anyhow, that was kind of a that's uh, kind of a bummer story. I thought it was going to be a little bit better than that because I didn't read the whole thing. But anyhow, um, how about some Gen Zers slangs? All right. All right. Let's see here. Da, 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 da. Let's see what looks uh, like it's uh, looks like it deserves mention. Okay. A fit check. A fit check describes the act of reviewing one's outfit. On TikTok, influencers are often post their fit checks in which they announce the brand of each article of clothing they're wearing. So a fit check has nothing to do with physical fitness. So, anyhow, this next one... I think has been around longer than them, like a lot of their terms, but they kind of like tried to make made it their own or whatever. Slay, S-L-A-Y, describes something impressive or more generally something positive. It can be used as a noun or an expression of admiration. 
as a noun, I guess you can go, man, that guy is slay or that chick is slay. That'd be the only way they could. No, no, no. That slay over there? That slay in the corner, I guess. I don't know. The term era follows its typical meaning, but it's accompanied by a word or phrase that describes an activity or event by which the period was defined. Like, you could say the COVID era. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. This next one I actually heard in live action from a Zoomer. A gatekeeper. A gatekeeper tries to control who has access to knowledge and opportunities. And he was talking about someone at work. Uh, and it was funny. He goes, oh, you better go see the gatekeeper over there. And I was like, gatekeeper. So I went and I looked it up. And I was like, ah. And it did describe the guy. So I was like, okay, well, I used to play Dungeons and Dragons, so I can understand that terminology. But you were a and Deer, huh? Uh, very little when it first started. It was, you were later it, on. Well, it it gave me a club in junior high. Oh, okay. Got me out of classroom for a little while. D and D was fun. I played my. I played some of it. I didn't yeah, get into yeah, it. Like I, I got into a little bit of it. Yeah. It, it was fun. It was pretty cool. Um, I, I then I, I got I in. Didn't take it to the drastic measures that some did, but. Well, I went. And I got into Diablo online gaming. Um, Diablo to me was almost like an online D and D Dungeon and Dragons. Um, yeah, I've heard of it. I've heard of it. Yeah, and uh, they're getting ready to come out with Diablo 4, and a lot of uh, the nerds at work, and, and me included, are stoked about it. But I don't know if i got enough time to get into it again like I used to, because it used to take <laughs> up all my time um, for a period yeah. there. That's all I would do was go home and play after work, and play till I had yeah. to go to bed, and then wake up, go to work, come home and play. Weekends, all I do is play, and I don't think I want to do that again. I mean, me and the guy I was playing, uh, that we're playing partners with, we used to go around PK, and PK was player killing. And that's where you yeah. would kill them and you'd take all their stuff. Yeah. And, and we were hated. We were hated. But it sure was fun. And then the people yeah. who got mouthy is we just keep killing them every time they bring themselves back to life with a potion. We're like, okay. Or they start a new game. We go, nope, you're dead, dude. Think that finally they'd abandon. They just abandon it and never go back. And you see, we come up with these rooms, these game rooms, and then as soon as they get them, we'd ambush them and destroy them and then take their stuff. <laughs> we were horrible. So, yeah, uh, I'm not a gamer. Okay, me neither, not anymore. Lit, L-I-T. Lit is an adjective either used to describe a fun, high-energy situation or someone who is intoxicated the, we know the intoxicated version of it, right? Okay, well, thanks to my 18-year-old, I now I now know both versions. Oh, your 18-year-old says I, that. Okay, I, well then, that's the same yeah, thing. I know lit, yes, on both, yeah, on both ways, yeah. I never thought in my whole life that lit would ever be <laughs> described like that, but it is now, so. I figured it would always be a bad thing, but... Yeah, no, it's a good thing, though. This next one I kind of like. It is uh, is clever. A situationship. 
a, situ- a situationship is a romantic relationship that isn't quite a full-on relationship. And next time we do this, let's make a game out of it, okay? We'll finish this like this. <laughs> next time we do this, I am going to throw the word to you, or you throw the word to me, depending on who gets the words, these zeers and and, and uh, millennial words, okay? And then the other person has to guess what it means. That sound oh, good? So now I gotta do homework on that. All right. You know what? Let's start right now. You'll get the first one. I don't know sure. any of their terms. I Doesn't just matter. Know. Just guess. To ghost, okay. ghost. Oh, that's what I did to Gonza. Yeah, yeah, you ghosted him. I know that one. Yep, that's good. To stop, quit but, texting. Uh, we are talking again. We are talking again. All but right. now he's going to be jealous of Eric, so. Oh, man, that's going to put the heat on Gonza. He's going to go, man, this yeah, fucking yeah, guy. Let's see what happens here. Let's, this is going to make it interesting. <laughs> you might have an ass off on your own personal inbox. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, we got to... <laughs> that's going to get interesting. <laughs> okay. You're a Riz is a person with Riz R I Z Z. R I Z Z. No. Just I take it take a guess. I I don't have a clue. Okay. Riz is a person with Riz, a term der- derived from charisma is charming and puts themselves out there. The term is often used when referring to someone who can confidently and successfully pursue a romantic partner. So, you know, like uh, a swagger. Okay, so they, so they stole that terminology too. Well, I didn't know Riz was that. I know swagger was. Uh, now, thank you, it. Rizzo from the movie Grease. Oh, good catch. And Good catch. that what she was looking for? Good catch. That's it. Yep. Yep. Got him again. Us old dudes are getting it. Yep. All right. Touch grass. Something I'd like to do. Touch grass is said probably ganja too, according to his name. <laughs> Gonza. 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 Oh, Gonza. Sorry. Sorry, Gonza. Keep the ass. Keep the ass pictures coming to Rob. He loves them. <laughs> you know, every now and then, just take the farm animal and dangle it down. Let him see the farm animal. <laughs> Next one. Touch grass is said to people who seem to spend too much time online and could benefit from going outside. I like that one. I can understand that, yeah. I, I've had to push that on my son. This next one is pretty easy. I think you'll get it. If something is living rent-free, what does that mean? This is an older term, but they kind of uh, spruce it up a little yeah. bit. They put a little turtle wax on it and did the old fucking uh, I, wax on, okay, wax well, off on it. I, I don't know what 
Terminated. If something Terminated. is living, Terminated. if something is living rent free in your mind, it means it's extremely funny, amusing, or otherwise particularly memorable. Rent free, rent free used to mean that you're in someone's head, like you juked them out, and you know what I mean, or or screwed them so, so bad. I was going a different way with that. Okay. So yeah, thank you. Okay, vibe check. Vibe, V-I-B-E, check. Yeah. Any idea? That's where, you, that's where you check yourself. Nope. Actually, you check that's someone nice. else. It's close. It's usually used spontaneously to check in on someone to see how they're doing. So close. Oh. The, the reasons are the same, only you're doing it to someone else. I, I, I figured you were doing it to yourself. Okay, well, I imagine you could vibe check yourself, too, yeah. Yeah. Okay, this next one. T, T-E-A. It refers to gossip or a piece of intriguing personal information. Spilling tea is the act of disclosing a piece of gossip. I've never heard that. Using a sentence... She just told me all about their breakup. So whoever told you all about their breakup was spilling tea. So. Okay. Yeah, I see. I've never heard of that. <laughs> me neither. That one caught me off. What it was. something I drink. Okay, so what it was and what I thought it was was two different way off things. So it yeah, got me good. Yeah. Okay. This next one, a bop. What is bop? B-O-P. I'm afraid to ask. It is a term for a great song. Okay. Like, we might go to that new Zach Wilde song. It's really bop. Okay. And I get it. You bop your head like, yeah, man, that's fucking good. That's great. No, actually, my first reaction is that was the way I was going to go. I was just afraid of your answer. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, no, that's the way I was going to go with a musical pop. Okay. Seriously. Okay, main character. The first person in any story. Pretty close. To act like a main character is behave in a self-indulgent or indulgent or self-absorbed manner. Yeah. 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 Yep. You got it. Sleep on. Any idea? <coughs> no. To sleep on something is to ignore or dismiss its value. So, um, let's see then, how would this be used? To sleep on something is, is let's say that uh, you see this piece of uh, pottery in a secondhand store, okay? Yeah. You walk up to it, you go, eh, I don't know, man, that's kind of ugly, I don't know, man, it looks old, but... I think it's just garbage. And actually, it's worth $100,000, and you could have bought it for five. I think you could go, yeah, he slept on it. Didn't know its value. Didn't understand its value. 
And right. that is all of these uh, terms for Gen Z. Okay, yeah, I, I see that one now. I see that one. Yeah, it's good. So, um, anyhow, do you have anything more, Rob, or... All I have left is my final thought. All righty, Rob. Go forth and produce this final thought so all these fine folk that are here listening to this podcast can enjoy it and let it swim in your ears, gleefully playing and slap-assing. And hopefully you'll listen and do something about it. Okay. All right. If you don't know, if you don't know what to do at a four-way stop, Go home. Life only gets harder from there. <laughs> Absolutely. Love that one. <laughs> I agree. Just think about it. Just think about that. I've, <laughs> yeah. I've thought about it, and you're absolutely 100% correct, Rob. If you can't figure out if a four-way stop... If you can't stop, figure out a four-way stop, go home. You're going to mess up everybody else. If, yeah, forget it. It's only going to get worse And you're going to be totally confused. Yes, it's only going to get worse from there. So take uh, take life's um, present that it's given you and letting you know that you're a stupid fucker and that you should go ahead and go home. Take that present that it's given you, letting you know that you're a stupid fucker, so you won't um, have any more embarrassment in life and you'll just sleep. And get out of the rest of our people's ways. That is the main just thing. Get out of our way. Get out of our fucking ways. Yes. Because we're charging on. Yes. Anyhow, everybody, thanks for listening. Rob, thank you. You're welcome. Alrighty, we will talk to you fuckers later. Have a good night. Invisible ass paddlings, new douche flavors, and horrible pranks? The fuck is wrong with these guys? Hey, look, I think we found land. Oh my god, I think we're safe. Oh no! It's an island of horrible jokes. What did the janitor say when he jumped out of the closet? Supplies! May your grandmother always intrude your thoughts at the last minute while you are masturbating. Like stated before, if you believe anything we say or think of this podcast anything other than hyperbole, parody, and just plain stupidness, you're dumber than us, and that's hard to beat. All right, everybody, two douchebags and microphone. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. All right. Um, there's a. Um, two corpse flowers a corpse flower that is uh, blooming and has become a rock star in the plant world for its unpredictable displays and more no- uh, notoriously is putrid stench of rotting flesh and this is true I've smelled one before there was one in St. Louis for a long time in, uh, in their botanical gardens but from what I understand they took it out because of complaints and yeah, it, smell- I've never been there. it smells like rotting flesh uh, anyhow, yeah, I, um, I went there with some family, and we had a very good time. Uh, we're going haunted housing is what we're doing. Yeah. And uh, anyhow, um, that 
that plant smells like rotting flesh. It smells like something dead. So I'm telling you, it's bad. The very large flowering plant is related to the colliery lily and in fact looks like a surprised and more macabre version with a large central spike surrounded by a frilly maroon skirt of a leaf. The Titan Arum is native, is native only to Indonesia islands of Sumatra, but has become even more difficult to see in the wide due to the habit, habitat loss. Um, so you can't hardly really see it in the wild anymore, so they have them in a few places. And I don't know what St. Louis did with their, um, with their corpse flower, but anyhow. In the last few de decades, advances in technology and horticulture knowledge have allowed botanical gardens to cultivate the corpse flower more widely. If you're not familiar with why the flower has its distinctive name, when the quartz flower unfurls, tiny male and female flowers at the base of its large central spike emit a putrid order uh, similar to rotting meat and, and stinky laundry. Titan arms are, uh, have a fairly long and unpredictable flowering cycle, and they can take up to a decade before the, they flower for the first time. Even mature plants can go years between blooms. Essentially, they work on their own schedules, which is part of the excitement for the viewers. They got to see these things, um, um, you know, progress and open up, and, and they're huge, too. It's a huge spike inside a giant orchid. Look it up if you get a chance. I will. Uh, anyhow, it looks like a giant orchid that's about half the size of a man with a spike that's the size of a man coming in the middle. And it's a green spike. Damn. Yeah, it's really cool. And it smells like rotting flesh, like it said. Um, wow. One of these is at San Francisco's Conservatory of Flowers, while the other is at the San Diego Botanic Gardens. Wow, so, okay, there's only two of them now, I guess? I, I wonder if St. Louis gave them theirs. Hmm. Oh well. The conservatory's quartz flower is named Scarlet and last bloomed in 2019. She began blooming again earlier this week and was given as a gift from the St. Louis... Oh, okay. Alright. It was given as a gift from the St. Louis Botanical Gardens. Answered your own question. There we go. San Diego flower du jour has bloomed in 2021 and is already noticeably more shriveled than the peak event earlier this week. That's because quartz flower blooms are brief, shining, stinky moments in time, typically lasting just a couple of days. I had no idea that what we went in there and smelled and saw was like actually a big deal. Yeah. Huh. I've never been there. It's like Three and a half hours for me right now. Okay, well, you know, they had its own area in, like, the big, um, um, you know, and the big signs and all that stuff, but I had no idea that it was I, that. Yeah, I've heard, of, I've heard about it, yes. Hmm. All right, well. Okay, then, cool. Very cool. Um, on another one, um, have an out-of-body experience. Blame the sausage-shaped piece of your brain. Dr. Joseph Provisi remembers meeting a man with epilepsy whose seizures were causing some very unusual symptoms. He came to my clinic and said, my sense of self is changing, said Parisi, a professor of neurology at Stanford University. The man told Parisi that he felt like an observer 
to uh, conversations that are happening in my mind. I just feel like I'm floating in space. Pervizi and a team of researchers would eventually trace the man's symptoms to a sausage-looking piece of brain called the anterior procinus. This area nestled between the brain's two hemispheres appear, appears critical to a person's sense inhabiting their own body or body self. The team recently reported in the journal Neuron. The and I guess that's like a journal for scientists, by the way it's worded. The finding could help research develop forms of anesthesia that use electrical stimulation instead of drugs. It could also help explain the antidepressant effects of mind-altering drugs like ketamine. So, yeah. That's, that's pretty interesting, isn't it? Yes, it is. So, pretty cool. So, um, do you have some stuff you want to run through, Rob, or not? You said you're kind of like ready for this one and all that. So, no, I got final thought. Okay. Uh, I mean, or do you want more? No, I was just wondering if you had some stuff you want to talk about, because here's what I'm trying to do. You're getting more, um, you're getting more of these, and you're yeah. sounding much better on the podcast, so... Yeah. What I'm simply doing is not trying to take it over as much as I have been. Right, right. Okay. At first, I kind of had to to keep the show going, right? Right, you're I get, you're, 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 you're getting. That's what I, and you see what I'm, yeah, I'm trying. You're doing great. You're getting your feet under you. You're sounding great. Okay. So that's why I've been uh-huh. pushing it here lately is, is if you have some stuff to say, the floor is yours. Go ahead. You're sounding much better, and I have the utmost confidence that it'll be fine. Sure. So. Okay. Yeah, I went to pull stuff up. I pull up Facebook, and the first thing pops up. Okay. The new studio. <laughs> oh, you didn't see that yet? Okay. <laughs> the one you posted two hours ago. No, I had not seen that one. I seen the first one you posted. Well, the problem is, is now I don't have a room for the banner. I don't know where I'm going to put the banner. <laughs> you like the fuck off? I, yeah, I got a fuck oh, off yeah, and a Saturn. Anyway. Um, I got an idea on the banner. Maybe I can hang it from the ceiling to where it hangs just above the Falstaff sign. And about all of it. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. There's different ways I could do it. Well, for now, it's going to have to come out of retirement. Yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, eventually it's going to go mobile. It's going to go down to the city market because that really works. I'm saying. Yeah. It's about to come out of retirement. Um, here's, Uh, Here's an interesting one. Nevada is tired of Californians coming over there and, and getting there. Uh, and, and like changing everything and uh, and buying all this property up and raising the property values and a bunch of other things too. So, in um, so there's a license plate that they came up with that's short for "Go Back to California" and is revoked by the Nevada License uh, DMV Department of Motor, Motor Vehicles. A revoked Nevada license plate that was meant to. Uh, to drive away Californians is getting one last chance to go back on the streets. The plate which reads go G-O-B-K 
to CA. So it goes, go back to California. Short for go back to California was recalled by the State Department of Motor Vehicles in May after received a complaint uh, Colo TV first reported. Now the vehicle owner is appealing the recall and will have a hearing on Wednesday according to a uh, Reno um, news source. A section of the Nevada Administrative Code applied to the recall prohibits defamatory um, defamatory references to a group or a person. In this case, the defamed group is Californians, DMV spokesperson Eli Roll told the Las Vegas Review-Journal. He added that the department regularly turns down license plates that share the same message. A special license committee meets every Monday to review reported license plates before determining the ones that violate Nevada statute. The DMV received more than 700 license plates from July 2022 to early March. Denied license plates include puzzling, G-G-G-G-G-G, and the overly rude U-1-D-I-O-T, U-1-Idiot, and many not-so-subtle allusions to profanity, according to Class TV in Los Angeles, K-L-A-S. So, okay, you may, not, you may not like the Californians coming over there, but you can't put it on your plate there. I've never been to California. I can't judge them. It's a beautiful place. I, I believe it is. I've, always, I've seen pictures. I have a friend that lives there. I have family and friends that are from there. Uh-huh. I have just never personally been in the state of California. So. Um, I, I, I like California. I don't particularly like the way they do things. But I like California. It's a it's a beautiful place. <coughs> it's a great place to visit, but not live. And I know many people that will tell you the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, you know, there's an Iowa man that may be well on his way to an official world record for pencils. Did you know that? For pencils. For pencils. Okay. Aaron Pothelamy of Colfax has been collecting wooden advertising pencils since he was a child. Now he claims to own more than 70,000. That's substantial. Okay. I, I, I see. Okay. Yeah, 70,000 of them. That's quite a bit. That's substantially more than the Guinness uh, World Record for the largest pencil collection, 24,000, held by Emilio Arenas of Uruguay since 2020. Bartholomew told KCCI-TV that his most treasured pencils are those from his hometown, noting that in many instances the pencils are the only place where there is any record of that business at all. And I think it's just a neat way to preserve history. And I got one for you. Matchbooks. Do you know, I still have an old Jess and Jim's matchbook that has the candle wax on it and it's blue. Oh my God! I would have loved to have. That. I'll show it to you when I see you in person. Yes, I, a lot of my memories come from us at Jess and Jim's. But you know the that, ones I'm talking about. That is my a lot of my teenagehood, growing up, working, making money, going to school. That's yeah. something I'm always going and 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 I. I made friends with people like you, your brother, Brian, Jimmy, Harry. Yeah. 
Yep. Mike, we gave them all. Mm -hmm. You know, I miss that. Yeah, I do too. But uh, yeah, I've but, got. But I'm 54 now, man. Yeah. That's what I'm realizing. Yeah. That's why. That's why I'm having the time of my life with this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. We, you know, we get to rehash stuff like that. We get to visit a lot. Yeah. We know, yeah. we know each other's lives really well. It's very good. So, even though we really seen, we haven't seen each other or talked to each other in thirty years. I know. More. Yeah. But here we are. Yep. Yep. Here we are, and it's a lot of fun too. So. Oh, I'm loving it. I am too. I am too. So, um, what the hell was I talking? Oh, oh, okay, yeah. I have the uh, matchbooks. Um, that's one of them, and I have other matchbooks too that are older. And I just have to look at. It. There's this one drive-in that was just north of Kansas City on Shoto Trafficway. I've got one oh. of them. I can't think of the name of it. I don't know, like I, I probably remember it. Like, what we did when I was a kid, we drive-ins. Like, uh, like Dairy Snatch or something, I don't know. <laughs> Dairy, Dairy Harry Snatch or something, I don't know. Uh, anyhow, I forgot what the name of it. Dairyland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big fucking burger and fries, I don't know, something, yeah. Whatever. Um, yeah, yep. So, anyhow, um, um, okay. What is the most tasteless food? This is just a question that I had thrown in. <laughs> yeah, okay. You won. That's way. Yeah, there That's we way. go. <laughs> you asked. I had to answer that quick. Okay. What is the second most tasteless food? Oh, that I wouldn't know. I'm going to say grits. Because grits don't have flavor unless you add it to them. That's okay. That's where I was thinking. It's the ingredients you add to it. I, I may have to go with you on that one. Okay, that's number two. Kale is most tasteless in a lot of different uh, ways. Yeah, that, that, you see how quick I jump on that one. That was fantastic, Rob. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm keeping that. Yeah. <laughs> to Rob, because kale blows, and so do you if you like it. So. Um, anyhow, um, oh, but, uh, let's see, oh, let's, I think, um, there's more to this story, I guess. Last weekend, two counters from the American Pencil Collector Society. <laughs> what a bunch of idiots. Okay, how, how do we go from collecting pencils to kale? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I had to look you, back to my computer. That was all you listened to it. Okay, I believe it. I, you know what, I, I had to go back to my computer to find out where the hell I was at. <laughs> I was like, we're, we're, we're I was like, I derailed this bitch today. so bad. I don't know if we're upside down and on fire or in the corner. So no, we're, we're, we're having a good day today. This is gonna be a good podcast. It, it is. It's so all over the place so far. Um, uh, let's see. Last last weekend, two counters from the American Pencil Collector Society nerds. <laughs> Those are the guys we beat up in school. Come on now. They're like, hey, come here. 
Hey, I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about joining American, uh, <laughs> American Pencil Collector Society. Oh, really? <laughs> no, dude. Now get the fuck out of here. Ow! <laughs> I, I really don't even think we had that organization. <laughs> if we did, we would have beat the shit out of them. <laughs> so the, the American Pencil Collector Society lit the Colfax Historic Society to count Bartholomew's pencils. Now he's waiting to hear if the count is approved by Guinness, which estimated the review process could take up to three months. What the fuck? What does Guinness have to do? Take it up to three months. I call bullshit on that. They just want the free pub. They'll come back in three months and make a big deal out of this again. Oh, it was his. He does have the record. And, you know. It, it, it takes three months to count? I, yeah. No, I'm, I'm not. Bullshit. I call bullshit on him right now. Are you with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with, yeah, because they don't take no three months to count that many pencils. No, I agree with you 100%. I, 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 I could do that in less than a day. Uh, 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 half a day. If I take my time. Okay. You said? Yep. Alright, um, let's see now. We have a truck hauling a load of bananas catches fire on Florida Highway. Ooh. Yeah. Well, anyhow. Um, did anybody bring any chocolate or marshmallows? That's what I was looking. Nope, nobody did. <laughs> no. Nope. I know. So, um, let's see. What else? Uh, oh, J.P. Morgan's fucked. I think it's awesome. J.P. Morgan Chase has had like a lot of people pull their money out of there because they're shitty business practices, in my opinion. Well, then I'm gonna have to tell my old boy to pull my IRA out of it. Ain't much. It ain't much at all. In a small fraction, but yeah, I, I got lowers. Oh yeah. Oh well, you are the one that said you had to work up till last break on your funeral. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well. Well, no, that was my choice throughout my life. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say. I, I, I enjoyed life young, so therefore I have to work my ass off when I'm old. <laughs> um, I had to do a lot of catch-up is what I had to do. Yeah, that's what, yeah, that's what uh, I'm Yeah, I, I did get to very good places and did do pretty well, but... Oh, oh, I, I, I had I've had a lot of impressive jobs. Uh-huh. It just it I was making like twelve dollars an hour. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. I was uh, always the helper. Okay. Uh, I'll tell you what now, uh, yeah. You're certified in pools. You could make a lot of money if you wanted to do well, that. Well, I used to be. I, I, I'd have, I could go back. I could pass that test again. You could go into your own business, dude, and it doesn't take that much with pools. Uh, oh, a lot of that yeah, stuff, that if you don't have it, you could go rent the equipment and just charge it to the person. Oh, uh, yeah. We got different pool companies around here that 
I get chemicals, I get whatever I need. Yeah. I already know that. Or, in, uh, in a lot of cases, Amazon will know. deliver it to your door. I, I'm saying forklift, too. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I, like, I like the forklift. <laughs> um, I, 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 I lift a lot of weight, and I ain't got to touch the thing. <laughs> if uh, if I never have to get on a forklift again in my life, it'll be okay with me. That's on you. Uh, I just yeah, done it. Yeah. So, I've done it so much. I just have no desire to go near there. Yeah. So, anyhow, I've done everything, man. I've done yeah. I've done a lot of things. Okay. Oh well. Anyhow, um, uh, J.P. Morgan uh, is gonna has lost two billion. And it looks like they're post at least one billion lose at least one billion more. And the deal is, is a uh, a lot of it, not all of it, but a lot of it is, is because people are pulling their money out because they don't trust them. All the bad pub they've been getting lately, and um, I get it. I I I don't care for them. Oh, I I just hope that my Edward Jones guy is smart. That's who my money goes to is Edward Jones. So. Um, should be about as good as anybody. I mean, they all follow algorithms anyhow. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, uh, and also, the market's so volatile right now, in my opinion, we should be making more money than what we are. But I'm not sure what is the whole root of the problem on this. Because volatility is supposed to really help the stock market because people sit back and they read it and they figure it out and they react to it or react before or after, you know, depending on what it is. Yeah. So, anyhow, I don't know. Seems to me like I think the last time I checked I had a 1% loss this year, which is not good. I've had very minimal gains. Very minimal. Don't you see, so. Edward's doing. Edward Jones is doing better than me. Than uh, um, uh, we have T. Rowe Price. But then again, it's also what you're in too. Also, I could probably go in there and change the strategy and probably make more. Oh, and I think I'm going to have you, to. You have T. Rowe Price. Yeah. See, that's what my simple IRA does. I I have T. Rowe Price. I have. J.P. Morgan, I, yeah, I, I have, I put in like 6% every paycheck. Okay. And my company matches three. Oh, that's not bad. That's pretty good. Okay. Okay. But no, the statements I get is the companies you're mentioning. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I have money in T-Girl Price. I have money in J.P. Morgan. It's just, I, you know. It's my retirement. Well, it sounds like it, it's a diversified portfolio. Finally. So, Finally. okay. Um, uh, did you know that a professor uh, in um, Taiwan, Professor Wang Cho Mao, the territory's health minister uh, in Hong Kong, said someone who lit up in a restaurant would be unlikely to hit back if everyone stared at him. And he's talking about cigarettes. Um, really? Yep, and it says people in Hong Kong should stare at smokers disapprovingly as parts of efforts to create a tobacco-free city, uh, the territory's health minister he has said. 
Professor Lung Cho Mao said people who have lit up in areas where it is prohibited are unlikely to hit back if everyone stares at him, local media reported. Cigarettes can uh, harm the health of us all, Professor Lowe told a meeting of legislative counselors uh, uh, health service panel on Friday. When the members of the public see people smoking in non-smoking areas, even if no law enforcement officers can show up immediately, we stare at the smokers. When someone takes out a cigarette at a restaurant, everyone on the premises can stare at that person. I do not believe that person would dare to hit back at everyone at the restaurant if they are simply staring. So, let me ask you a question, Rob. You smoke, right? Yes. If everybody stared at you while you were smoking, would you stop? They did. They've done it for years, man. So it wouldn't bother you in the least? That, that, that's why I was listening to this. I listened wholeheartedly to this one. Yes. Uh, I, I, uh, think, I think the guy's no, completely it's, wrong it's on this. something I have dealt with since I was a teenager, and I'm in my 50s. Okay. And I'm just now coming to realization I need to give it up, and I'm slowly working. I'm working on it. Okay. I don't smoke near what I used to. Okay. I mean, it's only a few a day. Mm-hmm. You kind of get me by keep me from killing somebody. You know. Oh, uh, Rob, I wasn't uh, saying I wasn't saying that to. Uh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm just I'm answering you honestly, man. You ask me, I'm answering. You. Oh, okay. All right, cool. That's what I want as an honest there. answer. I, I didn't want to make you feel uncomfortable or anything. No, okay. no, no. I, I, I'm saying. Okay, I've done cool. It for years. I've done it since you know me. Mm-hmm. Before you knew me. Yep. And here I am in my 50s, and I'm just now starting to work on kicking it. Cool. And, and if I wait any longer, it's going to be too late. I mean, I, it's probably too late now. I, I mean, it's damage done. But I'm just so active, you know, I kind of counteracted, I hope. We'll find out in a few years. Well, I, anyway, I certainly hope so, Rob, because we all like Rob being around. Uh, uh, I'm here. Oh, good. I, I'm yeah. not going down without a fight, just so you know. There you go. Neither am I either, so... I have my own health challenges, so I hear you. It's, so it doesn't we are, all have to again, come from smoking. Where were you going with that story? Um, I was just telling you, I really, it's, I, I could go on about it. There's more that the article says, but who gives a shit? I just think it's funny that their uh, health minister thinks that, like, by staring at someone, they're going to, like, become, I don't know, embarrassed or weirded out and stop smoking there on the spot. I, I disagree wholeheartedly. I like I said, I've dealt with that for years. People like you are you are a great guy. Well you do you, I'll do me. Exactly. You know? Yep, I agree with you. So it's kinda like beer drinking pot whatever. Whatever your life is. I, we all have them and for people who call people out for smoking I find is short sighted because we all have our own vices. Well, back when we were growing up, smoking cigarettes was a different thing compared to today. Yes. Now, now it's everybody is vaping. Mm-hmm. 
And vaping's probably going to end up worse for you than uh, actual smoking cigarettes. I guarantee The chemicals that they put in that that they don't I have to list are, are all car carcinogens, number one. Number two, there's a lot of other things besides carcinogens that are horrible in them. So, anyhow. Oh, yeah, they had flavoring, they had whatever. Yeah, so. Uh, no, I, yeah, I agree. All right. Well, Rob, are you wanting uh, to put in a final thought here? Because I think we're about ready to wrap this bitch up and put a bow on it. I got one. All righty. Ladies and gentlemen, Rob Rad, the guy that wants to see your butthole and your face in the same picture, has a final thought. At least one more, please. Somebody at least. Come on. He he needs a he needs a ganja to step it up more. a bit. He needs to step it up a bit. One more. Yes. Not for them. Somebody else. <laughs> ganja, he'll give you plenty. You don't have to worry about it. And uh, no, that is not today's final thought. Oh, okay. Go ahead with your <laughs> go ahead with your final thought, Mr. Rob. Okay. Follow your passion. Stay true to yourself. Never follow someone else's path. Unless you're in the woods and you're lost and you see a path, then may then by all means you should follow that path. <laughs> and I am not this was some words of some celebrity and I'm not gonna mention that name on this show. Okay. Because if I mentioned his name, you would never have me back on here again. Okay. But I thought I thought it was good words, though. All right. I, I thought it was good words. Okay, I agree with you. Okay, um, two douchebags microphone are hereby leaving your ear holes. Have a good day. Good night. Not responsible for greasy residue left on your Bluetooth. No! No! Hey, where'd everybody go? We're the douchebags. Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, I'm glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Oh, man, that smells.